two degrees Fahrenheit. From this tell-tale instrument, the eyes of the two turned to each other, a common knowledge shining in each face. The man was the first to speak again. A whole degree, Celia, since yesterday, and the dynamos are giving out a current at a pressure of six thousand volts. I can't run them at any higher efficiency. That means that any further fall of temperature will close the drama of this planet. Shall we go tonight? There was no quiver of fear nor hint of resentment in his voice, nor in the voice that answered him. Long ages of mental evolution had weeded all the petty vices and unreasoning passions out of the mind of man. I am ready any time, Alwyn. I do not like to go. I do not like the risk of going. But it is our last duty to the humanity behind us and I must be with you to the end. There was another silence between them, a silence in which the humming of the dynamos in the room below seemed to pervade the whole place, thrilling through everything with annoying audibility. Suddenly the man leaned forward, regarding his companion with a puzzled expression. Your eyelashes are damp, Celia. You are not crying. That is too archaic. I must plead guilty, she said banishing the sad look with an effort. We are not yet so thoroughly adjusted to our surroundings as to be able to crush down every weak impulse. Wasn't it the day before yesterday that you said the sun had begun to cool about five million years too soon for man? But I will not give way again. Shall we start at once? That is better. That sounds like Celia. Yes, if you wish, at once." but I had thought of taking a last look round the world, at least as far as the telegraph system is in order. We have three hours' daylight yet. For answer, Celia came and sat beside him on the couch, facing the disc of the pictorial telegraph. His left hand clasped her right. Both were cold. With his right hand he pulled over and held down a small lever under the disc, one of many, each bearing a distinctive name and numeral. The side wall became opaque. The globe ceased to be luminous. A moving scene grew out of the dullness of the disk, and a low moaning sound stole into the room. They looked upon a telegraphically transmitted view of a place near which had once been Santiago, Chile. There were the ruins of an immense white city there now, high in the left of the picture. Down in the right, Far below the well-defined marks of six successive beach lines, a cold sea moved over an icy bar, and dashed in semi-frozen spray under the bluff of an overhanging glacier's edge. Out to sea, great bergs drifted slowly, and the distant horizon was pale with the ice blink from vast flows. The view had scarcely lasted a moment, when a great crack appeared on the top of the ice front and a huge fragment fell forward into the sea. It overturned on the bar, churning up a chaos of foam, and began to drift away. At the same instant came the deafening report of the breakage. There was no sign of life, neither of man nor beast, nor bird nor fish, in that cold scene. Polar bears and arctic foxes, blubber-eating savages and hardy seals, had all long since passed away, even from the tropic zone. Another lever pressed down, and the rock of Gibraltar appeared on the disk. 
It rose, vast and grim, from the ice-arched waters of a shallow strait, with a vista of plain and mountain and glacier stretching behind it to the hazy distance, a vista of such an intolerable whiteness that the two watchers put on green spectacles to look at it. On the flat top of the rock, which ages ago had been leveled to make it an alighting station for the continental aerial machines, rose gaunt and frost-encrusted the huge skeleton framework of one of the last flying conveyances used by man. Another lever and Colombo Ceylon glared lifeless on the disk. Another and Nagasaki Japan, the terminal front of a vast glacier, frowned out over a black, ice-fining sea. Yet more levers and yet more scenes, and everywhere ice and snow and shallow, slowly freezing seas, for countries here black and plantless, and there covered with glaciers from the crumbling hills.